You're listening to the Power of a Cookie podcast, episode number 12. Welcome to the Power of a Cookie podcast. See how cookie decorators are using cookies to make the world better, one cookie at a time. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Power of a Cookie podcast, episode number 12. Today, we have an amazing decorator. I know I say that every time, but all you guys out there that decorate cookies are my favorite people in the world. Just hope you know that. Today, we have Stephanie Kappel. You guys probably know her as the Hungry Hippopotamus, and I'm sure if you have ever seen any of her work, you are going to be thrilled over the moon that you get to chat with her and hang out with her a little bit today. So Stephanie, welcome to the Power of a Cookie podcast. It is my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I tell you, I'm going to tell you about the first time I saw one of your cookies, and then we'll go from there. It was back when we had Flickr. Do you remember Flickr? Of course I do. Of course. Even though that's going to totally date me. (laughs) (laughs) It dates me too. I think that's how we pretty much a lot of us got started was on Flickr. And so you had made a cookie and I forgot what the name of it was, but you had taken, it was like dots and you made this like cartoon faced girl and it was like a professional photo shoot or something. I looked at this. I'm like, who made this? It was you. It was me. It was you. <laughs> yes. I, it was definitely uh, the cookie. And I didn't even make it for anything in particular. It just happened to be something like a little study that I wanted to do. I'm a big fan of Roy Lichtenstein, and that is one of um, his paintings. And I don't know, it just seemed like something I, you know, you see things and you're like, I have to cookie that. Yep. And that was just a thing. And I was like, I had to cookie it. And well, that was the very first thing that I saw that you had made. And let me tell you, I have been a huge fan of yours ever since, even though we didn't meet until this last cookie con. I mean, I've, I know. I've stalked you. I'm sorry. I stalk <laughs> a lot of people. If you're out there, I am probably stalking you if you make cookies. Sorry, but that's just me. No, me too. (laughs) (laughs) It's our secret. It's our cookie secret. (laughs) But I have been a huge fan of yours. I love your work. I love everything that you do. And you were just such a sweet, cute person. I mean, seriously, when I saw you at Cookie Con and you stood up, we were at breakfast, I guess, and you stood up and you said hello. And I saw you and I thought, I know who this is. And I'm getting old. I mean, I really and truly am. And then I turned around and I'm like, you're the hungry hippopotamus. <laughs> I loved it. It was awesome. It was awesome. I'll remember that forever, ever. <laughs> I will too. And you gave me a cookie with a turtle on it. And oh my gosh, it was just like, I, I was carrying it around like I was holding a brick of gold, you know, and that's the way I do when people give me stuff at Cookie Con. I'm like, this is incredible. So you totally made my day. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. <laughs> so um, I decided at that moment that I wanted to have you, which I knew before, that I wanted to have you on The Power of a Cookie. And so it hadn't launched yet. I hadn't started it and I needed to find somebody to help me you know computers are great but they're so smart they're way smarter than me so once you know I got this all set up I was really excited and definitely wanted to have you on so thank you so much for being here today I mean it means a lot to me really I mean it's so flattering and I'm so happy to be here and talk to you oh my goodness I mean you might be whatever me but I am like oh like you because I mean 
when you need to find information, when you're first starting, I mean, you're a go-to resource. And to be able to meet you for the first time in person after <clears throat> secretly stalking you for so long, um, <laughs> you know, it's it's like meeting your idols. It's yeah. something you can't describe to people and you see them in person and being able to like, hug you for the first time. It was like was a magical great. experience. So I, I'm so excited um, to be here and chatting with you. It's it's extra special. Well, we're all excited for you to be here. I mean, this is just like, seriously, it's like a Christmas gift every time I do a podcast. This is great. Okay, so I guess we better get back to you because that is why people tuned in, right? <laughs> so, um, how in the world, you told me your story a little bit before we started, and I had no idea how you became the amazing cookier that you are. Will you share it with all of us? I sure will. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have always considered myself a crafter and a dabbler in all things artistic, and always did that in my free time. So when I got out of college, I got a regular nine to five job. Um, I have no background in anything culinary. Um, but have shocking, always... you know, I'm <laughs> shocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you always bake like with your mom and your grandma and like all that good stuff. Um, but anything new and exciting that I saw, i so every year I make things for my family for Christmas, handmade gifts. I feel like, you know, cookies included are is something about giving something that's handmade. It's like giving them something of yourself, giving yes. them a part of you. And so when I was flipping through um, a parent's magazine shortly after I had gotten married and no one has owned up to who has sent me this parent's magazine and I want someone to tell me who it was because um, it totally changed my life. But no, none of my, my mother, my mother-in-law, no one has owned up to sending me this magazine. Anyway, so I saw um, an article in there about hand-decorated cookies and it was a little um, toy soldier and or a nutcracker, actually. And Aww. I was like, oh, I can totally make that. I'm going to make Christmas cookies. That's going to be my thing. I'm going to make them for this Christmas. So I made little baskets with hand-decorated cookies Aww. in them that year. And um, everyone, you know, my mother-in-law was like, these are great. You should make them for, you know, my brother-in-law's um you know, whatever, birthday, graduation. And then my cousin saw it and he's like, these are great. You should make them for, you know, so-and-so's birthday. And I was like, okay. So I was doing that while I was um, working my nine to five job. I worked for a nonprofit um, fresh fruit and vegetable association, recruiting <laughs> college students, you know, to come join fresh fruit and vegetables, which fresh fruit and vegetables are awesome. If you love, you know, produce is great. You're, you know, five a day. Um, but... <laughs> Um, while I was doing that, I uh, got the opportunity to work with the executive director. It was just me and her building a new business. And so for two years, I learned how to build a business. And I was going to school um, full time, actually online, when that was like a new thing, <laughs> um, was while I was working to get my MBA. And the job was just getting so crazy. And at the same time, my cookie journey was sort of like ramping up a little bit. And I was like, you know what? 
I love fresh fruit and vegetables, but this job is burning me out and I'm not, uh, something about it, I was looking for something more personally fulfilling. I was like, I've built this other person's business. Now I want to build my own business of something that I'm really passionate about, something that I love doing so I can show up for work every day. I can do it on my own schedule. All this, all these things that I've learned along the way, I can incorporate that into something that I truly enjoy and I love and I get to show up and do me. Um, so I, so I jumped off the deep end, <laughs> quit my nine to five job, uh, and started the hungry hippopotamus. That was a really long winded story. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. But it, it, there's so many questions that I want to ask you about that, which is awesome. But the first one is where did you come up with the name, the hungry hippopotamus? Everybody, everybody asked me that. Uh, I don't know. You know, you don't, it's not like a super common name. <laughs> so when I was browsing Flickr back in the day, you know, one of the people who kept popping up in my memory was a company called the Sweet Pudgy Panda. Yes. Oh, if you remember? So, yes. Um, so anyway, I knew when I came up with my cookie name that I wanted something, the Sweet Pudgy Panda. I don't know. I don't I honestly love like. Name. Shout out to the Sweet Pudgy Panda. Yes. I don't even know like what they do or that was like a long time ago. Yep. But <laughs> they inspired me that my favorite animal is the hippopotamus. I have true confessions. I have a hippopotamus probably in every room of my home. Aww. I have over a hundred. <laughs> oh, wow. Hippos. <laughs> I'm like, I know. Like now you're getting the insight into how crazy I truly am. But... um. So, Sweet Pudgy Panda, I was like, the Hungry Hippopotamus, that's got to be my name. I don't know, it just, it was something personal, but memorable, and not, you know, I wanted something different than, like, sweet something, cookie something, and... Oh, there's no other hungry hippopotamus out there. So, and I never like forgot your name. I mean, you know, there there are these cookie decorators out there that are incredible, and I, you know, start sat my fan. What's their name? What's their name? I've known the hungry hippopotamus since I saw that cookie. So you picked a good there name. Go. Mission accomplished. Check. Good name. Got it. Yeah. Hippos. So so how did your husband feel when you quit your nine to five and you started making cookies god bless my husband mine too i mean seriously he uh (laughs) he was really honestly supportive he was like is this is something that you're passionate about i know the type i know how hard you work for your job when you go to work for someone else There's no doubt in my mind that if you put all that energy that you're putting towards your regular job, towards something that you're super passionate about, he's like, I know that you can be successful. And he has always been there 100% behind my business, behind me pursuing my passion. And I mean, you can't really, you know, put a price tag on that. I mean, I've never (laughs) met him and I love him already. So you did good. (laughs) So did he, he did very well. (laughs) Okay. So like I said, we all know you as the hungry hippopotamus. We're not going to forget your name. We're definitely not going to (laughs) forget your cookies and stuff because you are seriously amazing. I hear, which I read on your website and other places that you've made cookies and stuff for Disney, William Sonoma, you have classes on Craftsy. You've done the Sugar Ed 
productions. You've done Icing Smiles. I mean, wow. Wow. How did you get into all that? That's amazing. Um, how did I get into it? Well, it's sort of, I've been so fortunate in that just being connected in the cookie community and social media has changed my business. I can't, I would never be where I am today if it weren't for, you know, this close knit community of cookiers that I've become personal friends with. I mean, when they say like your cookie friends are real, that is for real. Yes. They are real people. They are my friends, not just, you know, in cookie land, in personal, you know, your personal life also. And being able to develop that network of women who support each other, they don't cut each other down. They help, you know, every time I had a problem, they were there. Every time, you know, I didn't know how to like post something on Facebook, they were there. Every time I was like, my icing, there's so many graders, why? (laughs) They were there. And so, you know, that, that was a huge part of me growing my business and growing as part of the community. And it really, I think, helped me get my name out there. And so I would be nothing without them. Um, But getting some of these opportunities, I wish I could tell people like, do, because people ask me in my classes, they're like, what do I do? I want to make cookies for Disney. And I'm like, ah, you know, I wish I could tell them like, do this and then do this. And, but um, I've been just super fortunate with those opportunities that um, Disney's marketing agency reached out to me and asked me to make, they just found me online and they're like, we want, yeah, we want you to make, you know, a Christmas gift for like all the departments in Disney. So it was like, you know, all their marketing departments in like California and Florida and like Disney motion pictures and ESPN and all those like awesome, um, you know, different facets of their business. And so I was super fortunate that I got to sort of touch all those departments um, with cookies. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) At Christmas time for a few years. And then Disney actually contacted me directly Um, and hired me to do some cookies for them as like a thank you gift. So I'm not doing, I mean, anyone who knows me knows that I am not like a mass producer of, of things. So like I, you know, people were like, oh my gosh, did you make them for the park? No, 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 no. Like I made a very specific, (laughs) uh, you know, gift um, for them. Um, I had a client, that's how I got connected to William Sonoma. She, um, work there and was super passionate about my cookies. She's my best client ever. I love you. Shout out, Carol, if you're listening. Um, (laughs) uh, And, you know, people just reaching out to me and I've been so fortunate. Icing Smiles is a great organization um, that you can volunteer for to make cookies for kids with and their siblings with um, cancer, which is awesome. Um, Craftsy was a great opportunity. I was so flattered to be um, approached to do that and just like share how to cookie on a larger scale, you know, share it's, it is hard to reach out, even though we're all connected through social media and these different things, um, platforms, sometimes it's hard to reach people now because algorithms and whatever oh, tech yeah. stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, oh, and so, we won't go there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever. So, um, you know, Craftsy was a great opportunity to go out and Sugarhead Productions also reach people that I wasn't able to reach, you know, with my own organic 
arms. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that that's incredible because that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to reach people who want to learn how to do this and even people who know how to do this and just teach them a little bit of something what somebody else has probably taught us or we've, you know, mm-hmm. happened to figure out at three o'clock in the morning when we're up alone decorating cookies, you know, and, and that's what I want to do is I just want to share that way they don't sit there and, you know, have to scrape icing off 10 cookies because it didn't turn out the way they wanted it to and start over. Been so Been there, done that. Yeah, been there so <laughs> many times. <laughs> I, and Callie was the first one. Callie, uh, Sweet Sugar Bell, was the first one I saw take like a butter knife and just scrape all the icing off the cookie. And I'm like, oh, well, I love the fact that you can do that, but now I don't get to eat the cookie. That stinks. You know? <laughs> True, true. I know. So now I, you know, just scrape it off and start all over. <laughs> but wow, I mean, you seriously are in all these places and you're touching so many lives and you're helping so many people. I mean, if you stop and think about it, and I've said this to other people before, but if you stop and think about it, how many people, how many people's lives have been changed because of a cookie? I know mine has, and it sounds like yours definitely has. I mean, for sure. you know, I think it's a great thing for moms too, because it enables us to take care of our kids. So tell me about your children. I mean, you know, and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I have two amazing children. Yay. I have Carter, who's five, and Madison, who's two. And cookies are the perfect job for a mom, I think. And I have have a daughter named Madison, so keep going. I mean, I'm loving the name, so (laughs) yay. Madison love. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, I don't sleep a lot, but I think no mom (laughs) sleeps a lot. And, you know, you find a way to make cookies work around your schedule. It's like a little bit here, a little bit there, you know, before they wake up, after they go to bed, during nap time. You know, my oldest is in school. So, you know, when I can, I try and stick in a few hours here and there. And that's a great thing about cookies. You can go, you know, put in a few hours, come back, put in a few hours, come back. It's not something that needs to be continually, needs continuous attention. You can go online, post pictures. Okay. You know, do the next thing. So, in terms of that, it is the perfect um, job to yeah. fit with my other full-time job, which is mom. Yeah, the, definitely. Mom first, <laughs> cookie your second. I mean, I absolutely love that. So that is incredible. I mean, and I can just see your little kids helping you decorate cookies. I mean, that's got to be the cutest picture ever. <laughs> <laughs> My son Carter is super into decorating cookies. He's very patient. He's really into like creating stuff. Um, and my daughter's going to get there, but that's fine. You know, everyone takes a little bit of time. She's still young yet, so we'll, we'll give her time. Um, but no, my, my uh, son is super into it. He loves, it's a great bonding thing for your family you know like it's we have a tradition every Christmas we make gingerbread houses and he is so into it like every year now he's trying to think of new ideas and how we're gonna (laughs) brainstorming for weeks before we start the projects and you know let's go shopping and pick out all the decorations you know the sprinkles and the everything so he's totally into it and um it's a great way to spend time with your family bonding and doing something creative I mean you can't really beat doing stuff like that so no and it's memories it I mean you know it's not just a gingerbread house which I bought that craftsy class from you um by the way and I love it so (laughs) 
Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, but it's not just a way to make a single gingerbread house or even a dozen gingerbread houses. It's a way to make memories, like you said. I mean, you know, when <clears throat> when you're putting together a house of of sugar and love I mean they're going to remember that forever you know yes so I think that that's a great thing your your kids are very fortunate so that's wonderful thank you okay (laughs) they love it yes I mean what's not to love you know exactly now here goes a a question that I haven't asked you yet and I hope you don't get offended for me asking are you going to cookie con this year I am yay I get to see you there so exciting Now, are you teaching something this year? I'm so far behind. I haven't even had a chance to look at the classes. I do know how, you know, Karen was putting them together, but I don't know who the teachers are. And as soon as we get off this podcast, then I'm going to go look because I am super excited about it. Well, there are so many amazing instructors there doing pre, pre-con classes this year. Good. I mean... I'm te- I'm going to teach four classes. Wow. And I have to tell you that I am so excited but super bummed at the same time because Why? when I'm teaching classes, that means I cannot be taking classes from other amazing <laughs> instructors. And so I think that's like the only downfall yes. is when you're teaching classes, you don't have the time to take yeah. amazing classes from exactly. all those people. So that's a bummer, but (laughs) I am teaching classes and it's always one of my favorite things um, to do, doing the hands-on classes. There's nothing like it. You get to like be right up there in their, you know, personal (laughs) space (laughs) or whatever, you know, you know, pointing at things and touch and like watching how they squeeze their piping bag. I don't know. That sounds really weird, but it's not. um, I am like super jazzed about helping people like watching exactly what they do and and everyone has a different approach. It's so interesting to me, you know, like what works for me might not work for somebody else. Um, And so I'm always so interested to see like how people approach decorating in different ways. And I was like, oh, you know, every year I see a student doing something. I'm like, I never would have thought of that. You know, I'm so sort of ingrained in my habits now it's it's awesome to be able to like help people but also get ideas and be inspired myself definitely and i'm helping monica a little bit cookie cowgirl um oh that girl i know i'm so excited (laughs) i can't wait she's doing something i'm i don't even know if i'm supposed to say what she's doing i'm not going to say because i don't want to give anything away but i told her i said i will definitely step in your class and help you if you need it (laughs) same goes to you you know i mean i may just kind of you may see a shadow in the back stalking you from inside (laughs) your classroom that could be me possibly i'm seeing the future now (laughs) Doctor's welcome. There you go. So I am going to Cookie Con. I'm not doing anything as far as classes or anything like that. I I so enjoyed the classes that I taught last year. And every time that I've gone, I've taught something or, you know, showed people how to do things. This year, I'm just kind of going to just go around and just seriously do what you said and watch people and, and make more cookie friends. I am... 
okay, I have a blog and I'm on social media, social networking and media and all this stuff. But I'm going to be honest, that is just, I'm old. I, <laughs> that is just not, not that old. It's not. <laughs> I struggle with that. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love Pinterest. I love Facebook. I love, you know, Instagram and all that. But trying to keep up with everything with, you know, it's just so hard. How do you, all it of you is. people with little ones do it? I just have the utmost respect for you. Congratulations. You guys are it's good. Hard. It is a hundred percent hard. I mean, keeping up with all this stuff is it's hard. I think like one of the biggest things or advice as far as like keeping up with everything, if you want to be a cookier, you have to sort, you know, people are like, how do I take my business to like that level? And I think a lot of people who start out are hobbyists, people who sort yeah. of dabble in their free time. And I think, where people get tripped up is they s treat their hobby, treat their business like a hobby instead of treating their hobby like a business. Yeah. And, um, you know, if you just need to like maximize time, that's sort of like a side note. And I just wanted to say that your class at Last Cookie Con was awesome. And <laughs> someone who was sitting next to me in class looked at me and they're like, what are you doing here? Like, you don't need to know the basics. <laughs> and I was like, you are so wrong because if you be want to be a master at something, it all comes back to basics. Honestly, that if you're not continuing to learn and relearn and hear how other people approach something in a different way, that is everything. Your yeah. class was amazing. Aww. And to hear you explain all those things, like, again, something I, I never would have thought of or, you know how everyone's approach. You are an expert in this field. How can someone say, I already know all that stuff that she's going to say. I was like, you don't even know what she's going to say. <laughs> but you know, but I'm like, how can you, you are really doing yourself a disservice if someone is going to tell you impart on you years worth of knowledge that they've accumulated. You need to, you know, Take it down a notch and sit and listen and receive information. I mean, I think that is important for people to hear. <laughs> I, well, I think that I like to research. I like to research stuff sometimes too much, you know, but I like to research and figure out the biggest thing for me. And I don't know, what's your humidity there? Does your icing behave or does it just do whatever? Okay. It is not my friend. <laughs> it, see, it, sometimes it's my friend, sometimes it's not. And it depends on the day. There could be a day that's just sunny and gorgeous. And I could make cookies all day long and not worry about them bleeding or whatever. But 90% of the time, or even more than that probably, I worry about the colors bleeding together. So if I could hear anybody, I don't care if you live in the desert or if you live, mm -hmm. you know, in the rainforest. I don't care where you live. If I can hear something that you say about icing, I'm going to listen because chances mm -hmm. are it will apply somehow to what we all do. So I do love it. But I'm thank you for saying that about CookieCon because, you know, I think no matter who you are and how you started and how you got going, whenever you get up and you, you talk to a room full of people, you're standing there thinking, um you know, I'm really nervous. <laughs> yes. I hope that I can say the right thing. I hope everybody leaves with one thing, just one thing that they've learned new. So did you learn one thing new? In of my course class? I did. Good. Thank of you. Of course I did. I, 
no, so many things. You know, your presentation was very technical regarding like storage and like how everything comes together. And I found that so interesting because my brother is a scientist and I'm like, they're like, what does he do for a living? I'm like, he makes science. And yeah. so, <laughs> you know, that technical part of it was so fascinating to me. You know, you had put forth all those things. I'm like, wow, I never really thought about it, you know, in that way or, um, you just had so many great little nuggets to take away that I sort of filed away in my brain. Aww. And, you know, it was awesome. So if, if you guys didn't go to that cookie con, you can go on to uh, YouTube, you can go on to my blog and under YouTube under barefoot basics. And I have three videos that are really long videos. My husband made fun of me. He's like, these are like really long. I said, but there's a lot of information. It needed mm -hmm. to be long. But anyways, basically what I did is I summed up what I did at CookieCon. So you can go there and you can see it and maybe learn, you know, a tip or two that might help you, you know, so if you It'll do, help you. Thank you. Well, <laughs> I may it. need to go back and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so you told me a little bit before we started about, you know, cookies are not what you expected to do in your life. So what were you doing before cookies? Because, you know, that that bit that you shared with me was just like, I was sitting here holding on to the edge of my seat saying, no way. I did not know that you were not like this born baker professional just came out ready to do cookies or whatever it is that, you know, I mean, seriously, tell us because I was like <laughs> shocked. It's great. I love it. Yes. Um, so... I think contrary to most people, uh, cookiers out there, I, I like hate saying this out loud, but I consider myself an artist first and a cookier second. I'm not some kind of expert baker by any means. I found, you know, I still use the first recipe I ever tried out of that <laughs> magazine. I've never <laughs> diverged from the recipe. I'm just not one of those people who's like, oh, I'm going to throw in a something or other. I'm like, this thing works and I'm going to stick with it and that's it. If it ain't broke, um, don't fix it. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, when I went, I went to school for, um, oh, I went to a liberal arts college and my degree is in sociology and minor in theatrical design with concentrations in Spanish and linguistics. So absolutely nothing 100% to do with cookies <laughs> at all. Um, and, you know, I thought that I was going to be in nonprofit management for forever. Um, that's what I was passionate about. That's what I, you know, I did a lot of service when I was in college and in high school. And I was super into that. And, um, my journey just sort of led me there. You know, people say, you know, you got, you know, I have my, I went while I was working, I got my MBA and then I sort of jumped off the deep end into the cookie land and they're like, you know, do you ever regret having all that schooling for something that you don't use now or you know something that's totally unrelated to what you do and I would say absolutely not you know I take little bits from every single experience I've had I've had wonderful opportunities to work with great people and learn something every step along the way and take that with me so that I can build my own business something that I'm passionate about for myself um I'm you know I don't, I feel like sometimes you just can't regret stuff that happened in the past. You just yeah. have to embrace what happened, learn from it, 
see how you can take advantage of that and use that in the future. And I feel like I'm doing that. All of those things that I learned, I'm able to use now. And I think that's sort of invaluable. I think there's something to be said for take being brave and taking a leap of faith and believing in yourself and knowing that even if you're not doing what you went to school for, what you trained for, you know, if you are truly and honestly doing something you love, something that you're passionate about, something that you could, I'm so fortunate to be able to share with people now in, you know, um, instructor forum. I mean, I could not be happier to be in that place in my career and, you know, take everything that I've learned and be able to give it to other people now. But it's like everything that you've learned in the past has helped you be exactly where you are right now. You learned something from each job and each test that you took. Right, Everything that you did has made you who you are. So I think that's incredible that, you know, you've used your education in more ways than one. I think that's, I mean, what an awesome lesson for the rest of us, you know? Yes. I mean, it has certainly... I don't want anybody out there to say, trust me, I've been there. I've been there at four in the morning and you're like (laughs) crying into icing. I don't want to make, you know, anybody feel like I haven't been there. I've been there. The baby is crying. And you're like, I just have to pipe this little face like, you know, it's okay, honey. It's okay. But (laughs) one more nose. Okay. Um, Yeah. I mean, juggling, that's all, you know, the joy of it and the the bumps along the road. Uh, But it's it's awesome, you know. It wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't all of the hard stuff along with, you know, the gains and all of the accomplishments. Yeah, and nothing nothing worth having is is easy. It doesn't just, you know, fall in your lap and, you know, it's like we need to work for what we've got. We need to to be crying over icing at three o'clock in the morning because that's exactly how we learn. And if we didn't do that, then how in the world would we teach other people? So yes, I agree. I'm not encouraging anybody to go quit your job and do cookies full time. I mean, yes, that's what I did. And it sounds like, yes, that's what you did. <laughs> it worked for us. Yeah. It doesn't mean that it's gonna work for everybody. But if you're out there and you're listening and you want to play with cookies a little bit and you want to play with icing, I mean, that's what I like about cookies and stuff, too, is like if you're going to start making cakes, you have to sink a lot of money into the supplies and the tools and stuff that you need. With cookies, buy a couple cutters, buy some disposable piping bags and, you know, mm-hmm. some sugar and, and, you know, find a cookie recipe that works for you. I mean, it's cheap to get started. It does not cost a lot. Now, When you get hit over the head with the big, I need that cookie cutter baseball bat that I was hit with, you'll have thousands of cutters (laughs) like I do, and we won't go there, but you can start decorating cookies and it doesn't cost a fortune. So, you know, through the holidays this year, we've got the 4th of July still coming. We have, you know, oh, my favorite Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. I love Halloween. The colors are just like, and your imagination. I want to see what you guys can do Halloween. (laughs) So, but it doesn't cost a fortune to do cookies. And that's what I love about it. Because we can encourage people and not feel like we're making them take out a second mortgage on their home to buy supplies, you know? 
No, for sure. I totally agree. And, you know, if I had a penny for every time someone asked me, you know, what should I charge for this cookie? Or, you know what I mean? The thing that's so, (laughs) yeah, hard about cookies is that it's so personal. Like when you make something, part of you is in that, in that cookie and the time that you put into it. So if people are thinking, I absolutely 100% agree. If this is something that's so easy, and I think that's where people get caught up in not in the like conundrum of, am I, is this a hobby? Or it's like a hobby that's making me a little bit of money, which is awesome. And you can dabble there for a long time. Um, You know, I would really just encourage every cookier, if you're considering taking the leap um, from hobbyist to dabbling in the business part, like, please, 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 like, do the hard number stuff. Like, yeah, calculate your costs. See how long decorating cookies actually taking you so you can figure out how much money you're making per hour. And, oh, my goodness, please charge what you're worth. Absolutely. Please, please, please. Yes. You, I know how much work goes into making a cookie, but yes. not every customer does. And I know you put in the blood, sweat, and tears yes. to put make those cookies. So please do yourself a service yes. <laughs> and, and charge what you are worth. And yes. that is not a dollar a cookie. No. <laughs> No, I met a lady at CookieCon that was charging literally a dollar a cookie, and she was happy with that. And I said, now, wait a minute. If you break this down, how much, which we all now know, how much is, you know, um, pure vanilla extract? Holy cow, it's expensive. How much is butter? All this has gone up. It's doubled in price since I started, and now the vanilla extract more. You know, so you have to sit down. I agree with you 100%. Do the math and charge what you're worth. And if you're breaking even and you're losing sleep, guess what? You're you're you need to charge more or don't do it. Just make them for friends. And you know yep. some people love doing that. But yes, please, I agree with you 100%. Please charge what you're worth. Yeah, there are so many amazing cookie artists out there. I mean, and sometimes it just breaks my heart to see what they're charging for their hard work. And I'm like, you are worth more than that. Like so many people, you know, I know how much time and effort it takes and do it. Charge more. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. It should be something that you enjoy and you should make money at it. And and then that's a good job. You know, if you're making money at it and you enjoy it, yes, that's a good job. But if you're frustrated every time that you sell cookies, then, you know, because you're not getting paid for it, then you can control that. I would rather have three really good customers that pay me for what I'm worth than to have 50 customers that I lose money on. I mean, it's a no brainer. So you are worth it. You are valuable. You are talented. You've got this. Do it. Do it. Charge Get what it. you're worth. So. Get it. <laughs> okay. I have so enjoyed talking to you and I could keep talking to you forever, but I think we probably need to let everybody get back to their day, which makes me really sad, which I'm not saying that you have a bad day. I'm just saying that this is over and I don't want it to be over. <laughs> do you have any great advice? And I know you do because you're just, you're so seriously so smart. Do you have any advice for the people out there who are thinking about start, starting a cookie business or who... I mean, just anything, any decorating tips, anything that we can take away from this podcast. 
Oh my. Do you have another hour? Sure. Let's keep talking. <laughs> okay. Everybody grab a cup of coffee. Here we go. <laughs> I have mine right here. Um, oh man. I feel like I talk forever. Um, you know, I think at the end of the day, uh, cookies are all about using cook for me. Cookies are um, a way that I express myself. And when I think about making a cookie, I feel like I'm honestly using my technical expertise to create something to give to somebody else. And so I would say, you know, take that time to, you know, build your skills. This is sort of a tangent, but go back to <laughs> basics, build your skills. Don't think that, you know, once you get to a certain level, you're like, oh, I know needlepoint. I know, you know, all the fancy stuff, filigree and I don't know what else is like uh, brush embroidery. And I know all those things. And I would say, take a second and say, okay, you've learned all these fancy skills. But now what can really elevate your cookie to the next level? And I honestly think that is your class, Lisa. That is going back to basics. That is reevaluating how you can become better as an artist, um, how you can further express yourself and give of yourself in the form, in this art form that is cookies. And do that in multiple ways. Do it as a service to yourself in that you're not slaving, you're charging what you're worth. So when you give something, you can feel good about it. You can receive compensation. You can receive the praise that you deserve for making your amazing <laughs> creation, you know? And, you know, take also time where you can give back. Um, if you're not familiar with Icing Smiles, it's a great organization that you can use your skills and give back to people that really need an extra, like, smile because yeah. that's really what cookies give to people. And um, there's nothing better than being able to, like, use your skills, use your passion, use your time to give someone a smile that your cookie can create for them. Yeah. And I'm going to speak on that a little bit because I have gone back to basics. Um, this year started off a little rocky for us because Alan, his father, passed away. And yeah, me too. I, he, great guy, miss him terribly, but I know he's, I know where he's at. He's, he's where he should be. And so then on the work side of that, one of my cameras broke and that was like, seriously, my camera broke. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I bought another one, got it, it's going great. And then yesterday, well, day before, I guess two days ago, two days before um, Easter, I was trying to film a video and that camera broke. And that thing is brand new. It, they said you probably have to replace the motherboard. So I've had some technical issues. And so I sat down, you know, last night after everybody left and everything. And I said, okay, so because yesterday was Easter. So for those of you that, are, that don't know, um, I sat down and I said, okay, so let's go back to basics. And I remember this one girl in the cookie con class, when I said, you can take a stencil, put it on a piece of parchment paper, go ahead and tape it down or whatever, and airbrush that pattern onto the parchment paper. I made these Santa sleighs that I just made 
um, royal icing transfers and stuck it in the middle of a plaque cookie and they were so cute and so I had forgot that I did that but I am doing exactly what you said I'm going back to basics and saying okay mm-hmm. let's get back to basics let's get back to things that make you happy so everybody out there love your advice Stephanie <laughs> everybody out there let's find something this week that makes us happy about decorating cookies and do it I mean don't you agree Great goal. Do I would things. say perfect goal. Do something. Yes, do something that makes you happy. And another thing that you can do, and a, and a lady that, I mean, I never would have thought of this, but she's brilliant. She told me, she said, every time that you make a batch of cookies, make like two or three extra and give them away to people that you don't know. I mean, like, you know, when you're postman, you know, somebody, if you go to Walmart, give the cashier a cookie, you know, I mean, it makes you happier than it makes them, I promise. (laughs) Yeah. I know my neighbors are like knocking my door like, any extras today? (laughs) No, not today. Come back tomorrow. I'll have two. I'll have two extra, just two. Two extras. My goal this week, two extra. Oh, well, (laughs) Stephanie, thank you so much for being here. I have learned so much from you. You are absolutely precious. I could seriously, I could keep going for another hour, but I know that we have to let everybody go and get back to their day. But again, thank you so much. You are seriously going to continue to be stalked by me. <laughs> I will be in Same. your class at some point at CookieCon, you know. So, but thank you so much for being here. You have given our our guests, our listeners, you've given them so much. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I'm this was an awesome opportunity to be able to share with everybody and hi everybody. Hi, everybody. It was awesome spending time with you. <laughs> well, anytime you want to come back, let me know cuz I'm sure we can find something else to talk about. I don't think we're running I'm short. sure we will. <laughs> Well, thank you, Stephanie. And thank you guys so much for listening to The Power of a Cookie. And seriously, I've got another great guest coming up. You guys, I already love her. So this is going to be another wonderful, amazing interview. So come back in two weeks. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to The Power of a Cookie podcast at thebarefootbaker.com.